While COVID-19 is frequently compared to the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918 that killed 675,000 Americans, fortunately there are three major distinctions between them. First, in 1918, physicians had no idea what they were fighting. Second, very little data about this mysterious disease was shared across borders, even within the United States. And third, it took scientists over 20 years to develop a flu vaccine. With all the sheltering in place and mask wearing orders, it may seem like the end of life as we've known it, but here are three major reasons why it's not. Hi, I'm Amy Grant of the ABL organization. When the Spanish flu exploded globally, it ultimately sickened 500 million people and killed over 50 million. In fact, within months it had killed more people than any other illness in recorded history. So back to why was it so different from COVID? The scientists in 1918 not only had never seen anything like it, they couldn't. Microscopes strong enough to identify viruses hadn't been invented yet and weren't until the 1930s with the discovery of the electron microscope. In fact, Dr. Thomas Francis didn't discover the type A influenza virus until 1934 and the type B until 1940. He later worked with a young protege, Jonas Salk, to develop the first influenza vaccine for the U.S. Army, which used it with the military in 1945, and it became available to civilians a year later. Compare that with the 2019 novel coronavirus, better known today as COVID-19. On New Year's Eve 2019, Chinese authorities alerted the World Health Organization's China office of pneumonia cases in Wuhan City. One week later, the Chinese identified the culprit as a coronavirus, which causes diseases ranging from the common cold to SARS and MERS. The first reported fatality was on January 9th. And on January 12th, China shared the genetic sequence of COVID-19 with scientists around the world. The next day, Thailand reported its first COVID case. We know all this now because of a global press that knows few boundaries. By the end of January, anyone following the story would have known that Wuhan was in lockdown, that the first Americans and Europeans were being reported as infected, and that COVID was beginning its spread into at least 177 countries across six of the seven continents of the world. By comparison, when the Spanish flu first broke out with patient zero probably being a soldier on the army base in Kansas, the world was at war. Communication blackouts were common during World War I, and the last thing the Wilson administration wanted to do was to scare the public. Sound familiar? So Wilson allowed troop transfers into and around Europe that ultimately resulted in more American soldiers dying of the highly infectious flu than on the battlefield. Meanwhile, there was no national press that reported every illness and death by country let alone state by state and county by county. So each community responded with their own rules. The results, Philadelphia's Liberty Loans Parade to raise support for war bonds attracted over 200,000 on September 28, 1918. The outbreak that followed resulted in 47,000 infections and 12,000 deaths, making it the deadliest parade in American history. Meanwhile, cities throughout the Midwest fared much better than not just Philadelphia, but their East Coast counterparts throughout the pandemic. Finally, in the absence of a cure, the alone a vaccine, the Spanish flu pretty much went away after the weeks that come to it, including my great-grandmother and uncle, who was just three at the time. And the survivors? 
develop collective or herd immunity. Fast forward 100 years, and now we know that the Spanish flu was caused by the H1N1 virus, which resurfaced in 2009 and 10, killing 12,000 Americans. But by that time, we had flu vaccines. Unfortunately, while COVID-19 is a contagious respiratory illness, it is not the flu. So the race is on to develop a COVID-19 vaccine. Thanks to New York Times, we can all track the development of more than 155 vaccines being developed to fight the novel coronavirus. Not since the space race has so much been at stake, far more than national pride, potentially national survival. While vaccines typically require years of research and testing, remember it took 12 years from the discovery of type A influenza until there was a civilian vaccine, already 22 COVID-19 vaccines are in human trials. One of the reasons it usually takes years to develop new vaccines are all the phases the vaccine candidate must scale, starting with preclinical testing to see if mice and monkeys produce an immune response to it, through phase one safety trials in a small number of humans, to phase two's expanded safety trials with hundreds of people, then phase three's trials for efficacy among thousands, and finally, country by country, approval, like the FDA. Due to the global urgency to approve a vaccine, vaccine development is being accelerated by combining phases, for example, combining phase one and two trials, whereby hundreds of people receive the newly developed vaccine simultaneously. As an expression of the United States' concern about COVID, Operation Warp Speed is expected to name five or more vaccine projects to receive billions of dollars in federal funding. A recent example of this was the news on July 6th when Novavax received $1.6 billion from the U.S. government to support their clinical trials and manufacturing. The stock market's reaction was elevating the stock 32% in one day. To date, the only vaccine that's received limited approval is the one developed by CanSino Biologic, a Chinese company who partnered with the country's Academy of Military Medical Sciences. Although the results of their phase two trials haven't been published, apparently they demonstrated a strong immune response, leading the Chinese military to approve it on June 25th for a year as a specially needed drug. I suspect that's similar to an FDA emergency use authorization. Elsewhere in China, the state-owned Chinese company Sinopharm announced on June that it would be moving into phase three trials with an agreement with the UAE to start testing efficacy. Another Chinese company that launched phase three trials in Brazil in July is Sinovac. Elsewhere in the world, AstraZeneca and the University of Oxford have teamed to create a vaccine that's in phase two and three trials in England and phase three trial in Brazil and South Africa. The project may be able to deliver emergency vaccines by this October. In the U.S., developing messenger RNA or mRNA vaccines are Boston-based in Moderna, which hopes to start phase three trials this month, and New York's Pfizer, in collaboration with Germany's BioNTech and Chinese Fossum Pharma. And nipping at their heels are companies developing vaccines in England, India, and Japan. At this rate, within just a few months, we should hear that there is a vaccine that actually works. And hopefully, by early next year, most of us will be inoculated from the worst pandemic of the 21st century. In the meantime, stay safe.